True joy only comes from Jesus. And it's not just an outward, natural happiness that we experience. It's a deep satisfaction within our souls of knowing that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we have to share that joy with others. Hello and welcome back to Unspeakable Joy Podcast with your host, Joy Sixtoes. Thank you for joining me today as we jump back into another show. I know we haven't had an episode released in a couple weeks. It's because I have been ministering. I had the privilege and the honor of ministering at my home church, Good News Church in the Victoria, Texas area. If you have a chance, you can go online and watch the service. You can find it at facebook.com slash GNC Victoria. And I had the high honor and great privilege of ministering on the feasts of the Lord, particularly the Feast of Atonement, which is Yom Kippur. So the Lord did some great things at that service and ministered to the young people. And it was a great honor to be part of that event. But it's good to be back with you today. I hope you've been well. I hope you've been safe. I hope you have been growing in the Lord, strong in the Lord, and in the power of His might. And today, I'm excited to jump back into an amazing topic that I highly esteem and I love to reference annually in my personal life. And now I'll be sharing that with you today on the show. And that would be the fact that October is Pastor's Appreciation Month. And what a a joy to be able to celebrate those that labor among us, those that are our spiritual leaders, our spiritual fathers and mothers, even our mentors and other forms of spiritual leadership that you may have, whether that is a spouse, whether that is your parents, whatever type of spiritual covering that you have as a pastor image, a spiritual father, a mother image over you, people that watch out for your soul. Those are the people that we celebrate this month. And of course, we know that we celebrate them all the time, not just in one particular month. The Bible calls us to honor and love those in ministry, even with double honor. And so while this month is special and it is set aside to do that, we uh, know we can love on them and encourage them at any time, especially when the Holy Spirit leads us to do that. Because many times when we are led to love on them and encourage them, Bless them with finances, bless them with gifts, honor them with a song, with a word, however you're led to do. Many times that is the exact moment that they are needing that encouragement and that love. So this month is Pastor's Appreciation Month, and I encourage you, even as we examine some scriptures today concerning this topic, to seek the Lord and to ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to be a blessing unto my spiritual headship? Those that you have acknowledged that they are your pastors, they're your priests, they're the ones encouraging and loving you and spurring you on to righteousness. They're the ones, the Bible says, that watch out for our soul. And at times, they're the ones that also correct us, just like parents, just like your father and mother corrected you as you were being raised, just like you as parents. What do we do? We correct our children. Why? Because we love them. Because we want the best for them. Because we want them to succeed. Because we want them to fulfill the call of God upon their life. 
And that is their job. And that's what they do. It is a very rewarding job. And it is a very strenuous job at times. Very serious and very fun in the sense too, because you get to shepherd the people. You get to lead people into righteousness. You get to lead people and see them mature in their calling and and in what God's called them to do. And you get to sow and impart into their lives. And then as sheep, as their disciples, in a sense, we get to reap the fruits of their labor. And they also in turn get to reap through our lives, the fruit of their labor. So for this episode, I just wanted to encourage you to do something special for your pastors, for the ministers of your church, for the leadership team, for your mentors, for your spiritual leadership. Send them a card, be a blessing, send them an encouraging word, leave them a voicemail, send them finances, cook them dinner, whatever God leads you to do do it and be a blessing into their lives. And as we examine this topic today, I just wanted to encourage you with a few words and a few scriptures. And the first one I wanted to look at is in Ephesians chapter four, verse 11. It says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers. And we know that that's the fivefold ministry, the main form of leadership that God has ordained in this world for us to be molded and shaped and matured according to his word. Those are the people that we are accountable to, that we are under their leadership, that we submit to. You know, the world has a lot of issues with submission. They think that they don't have to submit to anybody. They don't have to obey anybody. We're our own person. We are our own leader. We can do whatever we want, whatever feels good, whatever sounds good, whatever I want to do in the moment. And that is a selfish behavior. It is an ungodly behavior. It's a prideful behavior. And as you examine scriptures, it's demonic. It's the pride that the devil had in the very beginning when he was kicked out of heaven. And so that's not our goal. That's not our aim. That's not our desire to walk in that type of fruit, but to walk in the fruit even that Jesus portrayed and spoke about. Remember, we've talked about this before. What did Jesus even say, even though he was in a sense, the authority figure on the whole planet at that point in time when he was here on earth. He said, I only do what my father tells me to do. I only say what my father tells me to say. So even he knew and understood the power of submission. And he was the greatest example that we could ever follow. There was a time too that he submitted to his mother, Mary. We find that in the scriptures when they were at a wedding party. And his mother wanted him to perform a miracle and bring about more wine for the party. And what did he say? He said, it's not my time. It's not my time to step out yet and do the miraculous, do these things. But his mother instructed him and those around him to do something. And so he obeyed. He obeyed. And it ended up being a beautiful miracle that the people said, this is the best wine and you saved this for the last. Normally that did not happen. But again, Jesus mirrored and showed us explicitly submission, submission to authority, submission to his covering, naturally speaking, here on planet Earth. And of course, we know he was submitted to our father, God. Jeremiah chapter three, verse 15 says, and I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. 
I don't know about you, but I really appreciate my personal shepherds, Pastor Ruben and Rosie Trevino of Good News Church. And actually, my situation is special. It's very different. My parents met and married at the Good News Church in the 80s. They had me prophetically, supernaturally, as a miracle from God, and I'm grateful for that. And then they had my brother. And we have been planted and rooted in Good News Church ever since then. And besides heading off to college, Bible college, and my brother heading off to college for a couple years too, and we lived in different towns here in Texas, besides that season of our life, we have still been hooked up and submitted to our pastors at the Good News Church. And it's been a great honor. They're sowing into our lives and they're imparting and to be able to grow up, watch them moving in ministry, moving in the spirit. I remember growing up uh, at one particular church building we were at, we were maybe, my brother and I were maybe in elementary school, junior high, and my mother, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for my mother, another person that has truly, truly shaped me and my brother and our family into who we are today. And I honor her too during this month. But my mother would lean over and whisper in our ear and point and teach us what was happening during the church services. And she would say, you see how the spirit of God is moving? You see how this happened? You see how that person came up? You see how that person sewed into another one? You see how they're crying out on their faces before God? And so she would teach us and instruct us and train us. And she helped raise us into who we are today. And she has been our greatest mentor. She has been our greatest teacher, our greatest preacher. And we have submitted to her and praise God. We humbly say, praise God, that we are blessed because of her ministry unto us as a mother and as a spiritual guide. But, you know, we had the privilege and honor of being under our pastors and learning from them and even giving unto them. And praise God now as adults and our lives that we are ministers ourselves, even under their ministry, being ordained in the Good News Church, but even having the ability and the favor to go out and minister in other places throughout the years, to be a blessing unto others. And now through the podcast, internationally, we are also giving back unto them. We are appreciating them by living a godly life, by sowing unto others, by living in obedience and submission even unto them. And it's not that they're dictators. It's not that it's like my way or the highway, you know. It is that we love and we honor and we serve and we've seen their particular sacrifices throughout the years, almost 35 years in my instance. And we honor that, you know, being a shepherd, like the Bible says here, I will give you shepherds who will feed you knowledge and understanding. Being a shepherd is not an easy job at times, even in ancient biblical times, you know, even now being a shepherd is a difficult job at times. You have to keep the, the herd of sheep together. You have to make sure they're fed and make sure they're watered. You have to make sure that wolves and animals of prey do not come and devour the sheep. You have to pray that if a sheep goes off and gets lost, that it does not destroy its own self by getting hurt or getting caught in thorn bushes or something. And we know too, the Bible says what? That Jesus, the shepherd, would even go after the one that is lost and leave the 99. That is how important you and I are to our great shepherd, Jesus, 
and even to the shepherds and pastors and priests and leaders that God has left us here on this planet. And so we thank God for our leadership. I thank God for my pastors who have denied self, picked up their cross and follow Jesus and say, follow me as I follow Christ. Let's do this. We can do this together. They cheer us on. They encourage us. They give us an encouraging word, a prophetic word. You know, we pray even like the scripture says that they would give account unto the Lord for our souls. It says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, with joy, the whole scripture says, obey your leaders and submit to them for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. They're going to give an account for us one day. It goes on to say, let them do this with joy and not with groaning, not with sadness, not with regret, not with, uh, but with joy, for that would be of no advantage to you. I encourage you to be the best sheep you can be, to be the best congregant you can be, the best spiritual son and daughter that you can be. And yes, life is hard. Yes, we have circumstances and situations that arise that knock our feet from under us sometimes that throw us down, that leave us on our faces crying. Life is hard, but when we know the word of God and the truth of God's word, and it is rooted and grounded within our hearts deep, that it cannot be uprooted, then we get up and we stand on God's word. We get up and we take and receive the encouragement of our pastors. And we say, I am the victor, not the victim. I am victorious. I am an overcomer. Jesus has already given me the victory. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I am healed. My body is whole. My mind is at peace. I have mental health. And on and on and on concerning your situation. And so we know that pastors and priests and ministers and leaders and mentors play a great part in our spiritual well-being. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 13 and 14 says, As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. Even as we have stepped into ministry, even as you are a minister to your neighbors and your co-workers and in prayer, interceding, however God has led you to live your Christian life, they give glory to God for us, for our generosity to them and to all believers. It will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ, and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace of God that has been given to you. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17 says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. This month, October, Pastor's Appreciation Month, ask the Lord how you can give double honor to your ministers. And all the time, honor them. When you're in social groups, when you're introducing them to people, honor them. Don't say sister, don't say brother. And there's nothing wrong with that. But honor them by honoring the office that they hold. Pastor, preacher, minister, evangelist, apostle, prophet. Honor what God has given them. And finally, I wanted to leave you with this scripture. And it's 1 Thessalonians 1, 2. It says, we give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers. Most importantly, never forget that as you pray, 
to pray for your leaders. Pray for their strength in their bodies. Pray for mental strength. Pray for spiritual strength. Pray for wisdom and guidance and understanding because it is a great responsibility to lead a flock. It's a great responsibility to be an example to others, to keep their family together, to raise godly kids, to maintain proper finances, to make good godly decisions for the body of Christ, for what God has called them to do, to maintain budgets, to sacrifice time, to say no to parties sometimes, birthday parties, gatherings, and different things because they have to be before the face of God, to pray and intercede even overnight, hours and hours, to do hospital ministry, nursing home ministry, discipleship, counseling, marriage counseling, you name it. It's a busy, heavy position and job, and God holds them very much accountable, especially making sure that they do not lead the sheep astray, dividing the word of God in an unrighteous way. But praise God for ministers that seek God's face, stay in his presence, continually pray in the spirit and do what God has called them to do without The Bible says at one point, without looking at their faces, without looking at the responses of people, whether people agree with them or not, whether people curse them or not, whether people throw punches, hold guns to them or not, they are doing what God has called them to do. And they're speaking the truth, whether culture says it's popular or not, whether culture says one time a political figure in the last couple years said the church has to change its ways to conform with culture and the way that it's going absolutely not. God says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so our pastors stay the course. They have put their hands to the plow and they do not turn back. So October, Pastors Appreciation Month. Take time to love on them, encourage them, thank them, live a godly life on their behalf, be a joy to them, be an honor to them, even full of double honor. And always in the public, be a good example and a good testament to their name. And so this month, I just honor my pastors, Pastor Ruben and Rosie Trevino, my parents, Minnie and Frank Sixtoes, and many other mentors that God has placed in my life to lead me and guide me. And I pray that my life be a testament of their work and their labor of love and their investment into my spiritual life. So remember your leaders, remember your pastors, love them, honor them, appreciate them, highly esteem them, and live a life worthy to where they would stand before God one day and be able to give account for our souls with joy. Until next time, love you, God bless you.